This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I completely forgot on Friday to include the food holidays in my three random things. Oh, okay. Which I think is kind of pointless because. I mean, it's everybody's eating the rest of their holiday stuff. Yeah. And then everybody's going to try to eat healthy starting in the new year, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but if you're interested, uh, today is National Chocolate Candy Day. Uh, tomorrow uh, is nothing. Wednesday, National Bacon Day. Mm, that's a good day. Yep. Thursday, which is New Year's Eve, appropriately enough, National Champagne Day. Yes. Uh, Friday. National Hangover Day, and obviously, because right. of New Year's. And then uh, National Bloody Mary Day. Hmm. Are you a Bloody Mary person? No, but I don't really like tomato juice, so. I don't understand the Bloody Mary people who do like, because it's tomato juice and vodka, right? Yeah, and like pepper and. and but people make like these whole like meals on top of, you know, like the celery with pickles and like just we stuff. We were in, I think I was with, oh no, I wasn't with you. I was with girlfriends in Vegas and there was um, a restaurant there that I think actually you recommended and they had a mimosa bar, but also a um, Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. The French place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, but the stuff people put on top of their Bloody Marys is yeah insane. Uh, anyways, if you want a Bloody Mary, uh, have one on Friday because that's the national day. Saturday, National Buffet Day and National Cream Puff Day. And then Sunday is National Chocolate Covered Cherry Day. Side note, there is this really random kind of hole in the wall cream puff place near Jeff and I. And out of all the stuff that has survived the pandemic... That place has survived. And every time Jeff and I drive by, we're like, oh, because there's like never anyone in there. And like we went there and there was no one in there. I just don't think the demand, I wouldn't think that the demand for cream puffs was that great. Well, maybe because I did see a sign on their door that says um, we deliver. Maybe that's it. But I've never, have you ever been sitting at home going, like, uh, you know, it'd be good right now. A cream puff. Yeah. No. Like we've done it with other foods. Right. Cream Remember puff. A cream puff. I also saw, by the way, while we're talking about DoorDash, you can get um, TCBY delivered. Oh yeah. And Yogli Mowgli, the other frozen yogurt place. But like, would you trust somebody else to make you something like, cause a TCBY somebody's placing an order for you. Would you trust anyone to do the right ratios of stuff at like a yogurt bar, like uh, Yogli Mowgli? Cause I totally would not. That's really tough because yeah. And they like rotate flavors. So you never really know, you know, I don't know. But, but I do have for the serve yourself frozen yogurt. I do have like a way that I do it. I know it's really gross. <laughs> so I would be like, I want three equal amounts of vanilla chocolate and strawberry but i want the i don't want the straw i want the strawberry and the vanilla touching but the chocolate can't touch either one and then i want just sprinkles on the strawberry 
and Reese's pieces on the vanilla right. only. Yeah, they would hate you. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for one of my Christmas gifts, a new studio chair, office chair for my desk. Which is one of those gifts, we got to open this up, I think. We can get into it later. But what gifts did you know, did you get, and you're like, yep, I'm old, because this brings me joy. (laughs) I feel like the office chair is one of them. Like, Jeff's so excited about this office chair, and I feel like there are certain gifts where you're like, okay, um, I'm there. Yeah. I am old and this is why. Yep. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for a great first Christmas with our little Ellie. I keeping the Christmas topic going and yes, it was a perfect Christmas with Ellie. But uh I want to talk about the gifts. Mhm. Because I think gift-wise Everybody that we exchanged with, which uh, would have been my dad, your parents, and then your sister and her boyfriend, Mm -hmm. I think, and I think everybody in that group would agree, I think this was a really high-quality gift year. It really was. Not a lot of returns, not a lot of junk, not a lot of why did I get that. And I think it's because of the pandemic. I think people had more time to really put thought into it. And there was no last minute, uh, oh, I I just got to get two more gifts. Or I just got to, oh, I'm just going to do this. Like there was no people really, like my dad made a point to say to me that this was the best gift giving year he remembers in recent memory, like it's funny that you say that because my mom was like, you got you. Well, she said that you were easy to buy for it, but she's like said that I was really hard for it, hard to buy for it. And my dad was hard to buy for. So I don't know. She felt like it was hard, but I thought she nailed it. Yeah. And I just think like, I really like my chair. I got a couple cooking things that I really like. I got, um, a couple things for the big green egg that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie got, uh, one toy from my dad that she loves that is like a a little thing that makes noise and vibrates. And then she got a a book from your parents. That's like crinkly pages. Yeah. It's like crinkly and it's super colorful. And there's even like a chew pad on it, I think. So she could chew on the book. So she she can chew on the book. Um, but she loves it. And it's just neat that she's only two months old, but like there's something that she genuinely likes. Like she's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cute. And I think, um, and I love the gifts you got me. And I think it was just a good gift giving year. Were you, this Christmas was so different, right? Yes. Best Christmas ever. It was the greatest Christmas because of Ellie. And I'll tell you something. And she doesn't even know. 
Did you give her any gifts that were from you or did you filter all of yeah. Santa's gifts Well, through? from mom and dad is what I said. So did you write on the label to Ellie from mom and dad? Yeah. Didn't it was feel, weird. I'm like, who's that? Didn't it feel kind of awesome? I mean, it felt weird because I was like, mom and dad, that's my parents. <laughs> I thought it was cool because I gave most of Ellie's gifts were Santa's. That Santa brought her, yeah. They got filtered through me, but Santa, you know. And then, but there was one that I wanted to be for me, a book. And so. So sweet, it made me cry. So I gave it, it was to Ellie from dad. And when I wrote dad on the thing, I'm, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm not dad, my dad's dad. Yeah. But now I'm dad. It's funny that even though she has no, she'll never remember this Christmas. She didn't know what was going on, but it was so special to us. I mean, the kid was sleeping all through Christmas and yeah. it still was the best Christmas ever. And, um, we didn't take an official picture. Are you going to regret that? And when I, I say, not. when I say an official picture, like we didn't get a family photo when we were, well, we didn't even really get dressed up. We were in pajamas. Like I was no makeup. I'm pretty sure I wore glasses the whole day and we didn't even shower on Christmas. Yeah. And the day after Christmas, our tree came down, our lights came down. The game was over. It was w up. Would you like to talk about how we got rid of the tree? I threw it over the edge of the... the um, <laughs> Jeff threw it over the balcony. Yeah, the balcony or the porch <laughs> or whatever the thing is. Now, it's not like we live on a fourth floor apartment yeah. and he was like, Whatever. We have a townhouse and we have a um, deck and he threw it over the ledge. Because otherwise I would have dragged it downstairs and then through the little entry hallway and then through the garage and it would have just been pine needles. That well, thing was so dry. It, it was, was so dry. And somebody was like, yeah, you should just put like a bag over it. No, 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 no. You don't understand. We do the bag every year and every year there's still a trail yeah. of stuff. And every year, I mean, we were moving out of our house that we lived in for two years. And I swear to you, there were still pine needles. Like it, yeah. they just get everywhere. And this year, Jeff has a big regret because we got our tree and there was this awesome guy that worked where we went to get our tree. And he was so excited about his job that you just would assume that he knows what he's talking about because he's so passionate. And Jeff was like, hey, should we get you to cut off the bottom of the Christmas tree? Now, if you don't celebrate I, and, Christmas. And, and I was trying to, the reason I brought that up is because I, every tree that I've ever gotten, I think, and I got this from my dad and I will teach this to Ellie and our kids, right? Mm -hmm. When you get the tree, you cut a little bit off the bottom because a fresh cut absorbs more water. So I'm trying to figure out how tall the tree is going to be. So I just say to him, what, assuming that he's going to cut the bottom, hey, when you do a fresh cut, how, how much will you take off? And that's when he said. He said, oh, everything is already cut. Like it comes in fresh cut. So we don't need to cut it. And the tree will be totally fine and whatever. And he was so confident that Jeff was just like, oh, okay, this guy must be an expert and know what he's talking about. Our tree was dry within probably like two weeks, not drinking any water. I mean, and the thing was full and it just never soaked up any water. And I'm not even <laughs> was, kidding you. You couldn't walk 
when you walked past it, you had to not only not brush against it, but give it six inches because just the breeze would knock <laughs> needles your, off. Yes. And then we're like, <laughs> and it didn't smell, which is like the whole reason we get Fraser fir trees is because they smell so good. And it didn't wind up smelling like, and we got it early. So we had like a month plus of no smelling Christmas tree. And by the way, I, that I don't think it has a lot to do with the fresh cut. Um, we talked about uh, this. It might have a little bit because a dry tree wouldn't emit a smell. But uh, when we talked about this before and we were talking about how dry our tree was, uh, more than one person messaged me and said, this is just a bad year for Christmas trees. Got it. So there is some seasonal. So if you had a lousy tree also, it, that might be contributing to it. Yeah. And the tree was really pretty. Uh, we just loved the like fresh smell of it. Um Anyways, so probably, you know, well, like two weeks ago, it got really dry. And then when we're taking all the decorations off the tree, I'm not even kidding you. It kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I don't know how it didn't hurt you when you. Oh, it totally it did. But the tree where we set the tree up was right next to the door to go out on our little. I don't know if it's a balcony or a porch or whatever, but like a second floor outdoor seating area. And right below us is the driveway. So I just said to Callie, hey, we go back my car out of the driveway and also film what's about to happen. <laughs> and then you can see it on our Instagram. Was it fun throwing it over the thing? Yeah, it felt very strong. Yeah. Just worked very manly. Um, um, we did not get snow. I mean, we got snow, but it didn't stick. It was over in like 10 minutes. We recorded this and it was snowing and I was so excited. And then nothing. Which is typical Atlanta. So I can't say that I'm shocked. I was just really hoping it would be a white Christmas. And we also, this is making our Christmas sound so blob. It was it awesome. It Best Christmas ever. It, this is just funny stuff. Yeah, it really was the most perfect Christmas, despite the weird, you know, the super dry tree and stuff. And when we got home, so we got up in the morning and then... uh went over to Callie's mom and dad's house and opened some presents there. And then they gave us breakfast, which we ended up eating at like one in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause we, we got over there at 11 open presents for an hour. Right. Then we were supposed breakfast. to be there at nine 30, by the way, Yeah. the amount of time it, we should just, whatever time we think we need to leave with Ellie, we should just back an that hour was out of that. We can that wasn't Ellie, but every time we leave the house, it takes us like 30 that, minutes. That was, had nothing to do with Ellie. That was me wrapping last minute gifts. Okay. Anyway, so, continue. Um, I'll blame Ellie for a lot of tardiness, but not this one. Okay. Uh, and then we came back to the house and we um, took naps. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we and took the, such a long night. And we finally opened our gifts at like five o'clock. But it was an odd Christmas. There was no snow. Our tree was super dry and it was perfect. It was the best yeah. ever. Yep. So Merry Christmas. I hope and I hope your Christmas was uh as delightful as ours. And if not, it's over. So there you yeah. go. Uh, I found something that I thought was really cool. And by I found, I mean, I saw something that I thought was really cool called the give back box. Had you heard of this before I sent it to you? I, you know what? I, was it a thing last year? Cause I, it seemed vaguely familiar, but it's such a brilliant idea. So basically you can go to this website, givebackbox.com, right? So the shtick is that we all have cardboard boxes from having sh stuff shipped, especially this year. I don't know about 
you right. guys, but like our house looks like we manufacture cardboard for a living. Like there's so much cardboard, right? So you can pack a box full of stuff that you're donating or whatever. Cause a lot of people do purging after the holidays, which we definitely have done and go to givebackbox.com and you can print out a shipping label for like 15 bucks stuff the box with as much stuff as you can fit in there, like up to what, 70 pounds. Yep. And then you can pick a charity that it goes to. And there's the charities on the website are all divided by category. So if you want to help out children, if you want to help out the elderly, if you want to help out, uh, you know, uh, people who um, help pets and animals, if you want to help out whatever, um, you pick your category, men, women, and then underneath that tab will be like two dozen different charities. You click on the one you want, you print out the label, and then that stuff goes right to that. And they tell you what they do with it. So if you have men's clothing and you send it to a men's shelter, like they pass that along to men. There's some others that will take like your old computer equipment and they dismantle it and sell it. And then they use that money to help shelter pets. It tells you exactly what the charity does with your donation. And it's so brilliant. It's it's really cool too. Cause like, you know, if you're going to have a bunch of stuff that you would have, you know, I don't know, done whatever with, you just put it in the box, ship it 15 bucks and you get rid of the cardboard, which is like for Jeff, probably worth paying $15. Cause you hate getting rid of cardboard. Hate it. <laughs> Trust me nuts. I have been obsessed over the past 24 hours with two different news stories. Okay. And I was all set to talk about the Hillary Alaria Baldwin one. Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying it, this is Alec Baldwin's wife. Right. Okay. And her name at birth was Hillary. But at some point about a decade ago, she started calling herself Alaria. Okay. I think I'm saying that right, which is the Spanish from Spain version of Hillary. Okay. And, and, and so the story with her and I had pulled audio, like I was all set to talk about this story and now I can see it becoming a pile on and it doesn't feel very, it feels bullyish. So here's what I don't understand. So the story is that she's from, where is she from? New York? Boston. She's from Boston. She's born in Boston. But if you get on her Instagram and you hear her speak, she speaks with a Spanish accent. So I assumed, because I she has some amazing stuff. She's experienced um, quite a few pregnancy losses and just had a really, she has a bunch of kids, but she's also had a ton of losses. So I really admire her for talking about her struggles and stuff like that. But she does have an accent and you would assume that she's not from the United States, just, you know or that she has parents that aren't from the United States because she has a pretty, not a thick accent, but th- you can definitely tell. Well, it depends on what you're watching because people are pulling out videos of her. Um, like she was on a, a TV news, like a morning news program mm-hmm. doing a, a cooking segment. And she's, she reached for the cucumbers and she's like, how do you say in English cuc- cucumber? Like, so like she says, she doesn't know the word cucumber, but she's from Boston. Here's the thing though. Like, why is this coming out now is what I don't understand. Because somebody on Twitter said, uh, I just made the joke. Like I, 
wake up every single day wondering when Hillary Baldwin's 10-year scam is going to come to an end and just wonder. And so that was the first time it had ever come up. No, it had come up before, but it's never been like a mainstream story. Thing. And then that caught viral because some somebody else said, well, here is, and they they went through and compiled all these examples of her using like a fake accent, talking, she's done interviews where she talks about growing up in Spain, but people she went to high school with, they're like, I went You're to high Boston. school with her. Right. So. And her parents, by the way, also not from Spain. Her mom is from Spain. Oh, I thought you said like. But she's lived here since like the 80s. Got it. So anyways, it she, the, everybody like kind of pulled this whole story apart about her, where she's from and her accent and all this stuff. And it was kind of funny, but then she responded and then she responded again. And then Alec responded. And then what Alex, did Alex say? Um, he basically said, I'm going to defend her. Here's no matter what. Here's my thought. Now that you said that her mom's from Spain, here's my thought. My thought is what if she clearly she grew up in like a bilingual household, right? If her mom is mm. from Spain. Yes. No, she didn't. How do you know that? Because her mom has been here. Her mom speaks and doesn't. She didn't. She doesn't. You can, I'm not going to, you can go. Here's my thought. You Anyways, need to do the deep dive. Whatever. I'll do the deep dive, but here would be my thought. So I have friends and it's just like you and your dad. If you talk to your dad every single day, uh, you would have more of a New York accent. Yep. You just don't even. She's full of it. Oh. You got to do the deep dive. My point, I don't, my point is it's just at this point, she's trying to defend herself and she isn't doing a great job and people are piling on even harder. Oh, that's yeah. And, and she ha does have a bunch of kids and it's just, it's just an unfortunate, it's just now it's becoming like a bullying thing and it's just, that's not cool. Whatever. But if you do the deep dive, it's very interesting. And the last thing I'll say about it is I can't help but wonder if it's a situation where when she met Alec Baldwin, mm -hmm. she used an accent or had an accent, or he remarked on her accent, so she stuck with it. Mm. And now <laughs> she can't get rid of But, yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. And to your point about, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, that's the one story. And then the other one is a story out of Tennessee where a guy, a family, wakes up, house is on fire. Everybody went to bed. Uh all the kids went to bed. There's three kids in the house. They go to bed. Mom and dad are, are um, in the bedroom watching TV. They smell smoke <clears throat> and they realize that their house is on fire. So they get their two-year-old and they get their seven-year-old out of the house, but they can't get to the back of the house where the baby's bedroom is. Oh my gosh. The two-month-old in a crib in the back bedroom. So dad runs around to the back of the house and he can't get in the window because it's too high. Oh. So he can, he used a log, broke the window, but couldn't get through it because it was too high. So he asks his seven-year-old, if I lift you in the window, can you run to the crib, get the baby, come back out? And the seven-year-old goes, I got you, dad. And the seven-year-old oh saved the two-month-old life, two-month baby's life. That's amazing. Incredible. I just, ugh. Doesn't that like tug at your heartstring? Like. 
I just think it's a, a it's so brave of the seven year old, but it's so, so remarkable that the dad did that and the confidence that he had to have and and that that's something being in control of the situation oh, beyond five thousand percent. Because if you thought about that for more than three seconds, you're like, no, I'm not going to put my seven year old through the window of a burning house. Right. But something just takes over and says, this is what you do and it'll be fine. Go. We've told you about liquid IV is a great way to stay hydrated, but they also have an energy multiplier. So if you are someone that is trying to cut back on your energy drinks or your coffee in the new year, this is going to be a great product for you. It's time to start 2021 off on the right foot. About half of Americans report that they struggle with daily fatigue. So maybe that's decreased focus. Maybe it's lack of motivation. Maybe it's a bad mood. Maybe you're unhappy. Anyways, Liquid IV Energy Multiplier can upgrade your vibe and it's got clean ingredients. It's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten dairy, and soy. They're also on a mission to positively change the world. Liquid IV has donated over 6.7 million servings around the world. And in response to COVID-19, over 3 million products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active U.S. military. You gotta love that. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off of any Anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Plush Care is making it easier than ever to be seen by your primary care physician. If you know that you should be seeing the doctor, but you don't like the idea of sitting in a doctor's waiting room, given everything that's going on in the world these days, you can sign up for Plush Care. They are primary care physicians who handle ongoing and urgent care. Plus, they can treat a wide range of common mental health issues like anxiety, depression, stress, or even trouble sleeping. So if you're feeling worried, if you're not feeling like yourself, you can book a same-day appointment at Plush Care right from the comfort of your home using your phone or computer and see a doctor today right from the comfort and safety and germ-freeness of your own house. They'll discuss treatment options with you and they can have your prescription sent to your local pharmacy as needed. Plush Care accepts most major insurance carriers and is available in all 50 states. They're making it easier than ever to take care of yourself inside and out, your physical wellness and your mental wellness. Start your Plush Care membership today. Go to plushcare.com slash upside and get a free 30-day trial. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E.com slash upside for a free 30-day trial. Plushcare.com slash upside. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Now, I personally enjoy their snacks because they make me feel a little bit less guilty about snacking. And here's the cool thing. When you go on their website, they have over 70 different like diets on there. So if you're gluten-free, maybe you're doing keto, whatever, you would go on their website and you can just hit keto and it'll show you everything keto friendly that they offer, or you can go to gluten-free. They'll show you all of their gluten-free options. There seriously are choices for everybody. The food is 
awesome. And I have found some of the best snacks on there. It's how I find my really yummy snacks that we keep in our house. And I always go on there and like see what's new. And that is how we choose what is going to be in our pantry. I love trying, trying new stuff. Here's the other cool thing about Thrive Market. When you join, you give back. So when you buy a membership to Thrive Market, they have a one-for-one membership program. So with every paid membership that we buy, Thrive Market sponsors a membership for a low-income family. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Join today and get 25% off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to get 25% off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. Just Three Random Things is brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. All right. The best and worst return policies. Uh, Amazon, top of the list. They have the best return policy. Mm -hmm. uh, followed by Bed Bath & Beyond, Costco, Target, and Walmart. So the big... I feel like Nordstrom should be on there. Nordstrom has a great return policy. They really do. The toughest stores for returns, Apple... Barnes and Noble, Best Buy, I concur with that. I've gone around and around a few times with the return folks at Best Buy. What are you buying from Best Buy anyways? Oh, no, I haven't shopped there in years because of the return policy. Oh, what happened? They're just really tough. It's like seven days and they're just mm. tough. Uh, Kmart, Sears, and Forever 21. Is Kmart still in business? Apparently. I thought Kmart and Sears were both out of business. Mm. This list is from Consumer Reports Magazine this month. So I would guess they're both still in business somewhere. Interesting. If you're having trouble sleeping, eat a brownie before bed. Not a special brownie, a regular brownie. <laughs> uh, because some scientists in Britain say that a combination of cocoa and sugar before bed actually curbs the production of a brain chemical that keeps you awake and contributes to anxiety. So if you have a brownie, you could fall asleep faster and be more relaxed. Interesting. And finally, if you want to avoid a New Year's Day hangover, here's a tip. Stay away from red wine and whiskey. Red wine contains tannins that are known to trigger headaches in some people, and malt liquors like whiskey cause more severe hangovers. If you're worried about how you'll feel in the morning, the best choices are clear liquors such as vodka and gin and also beer. And those are my three random things. I have two things that made me feel so good, and I wanted to share them. One is that Delta Airlines, and I guess that they do this every year. And I don't know that I had seen it um, before, but I thought it was really, really awesome. Apparently the Delta tech ops team, which is like the mechanics and stuff like that. Every year they spend the whole year raising money. So at the end of the year, they can buy bikes for kids for Christmas. Oh, so cool. And they put them together. So parents don't have to assemble them or anything like that. And this year they, oh my gosh, an airline mechanic putting a bike together. That's gotta be so simple. Five seconds. Like, I got what you. would be awesome is to have them like time it and do a contest to see how many they can build. Like who can build them the fastest. I almost wonder if they do it like assembly line style. They probably do. Because if you, 
I would it, love to see the a time lapse of that. If you're, that's what they should do next year. Yeah. It's just a room full of boxes. And then over the course of four hours, it becomes a room full of a thousand bikes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's like the 16th year that they've done that, which I think is so awesome. And like on brand for their department. Yeah. You know what I mean? So cool. Uh, they were also shout out to them for calling themselves tech ops instead of just mechanics. Right. Get the title that you, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> well, I had a good one liner in my head and then it didn't come out and it's fine. Anyways, back to the story. They <laughs> raised more than $40,000 this year to buy the bikes and they donated more than 1300 toys to Metro Atlanta kids. And I think that is just the coolest thing ever. If you work for Delta and you know, somebody in the leadership at tech ops, tell them we want a time-lapse video next year. All right. Remember last week we were talking, well, Jeff was talking about the teacher that got a job, um, doing Uber and Lyft to give her kids, like her students gifts for the holidays. She was raising, she, she was earning extra money so she could make sure every kid and every sibling of her student Every student in her school and every sibling of her student got a Christmas gift. She also gave a $50 gift card to every teacher. And I found out that that was possible because Uber matched her earnings. That's awesome. So she made like 2000 bucks, and Uber gave her another 2000 And she used that to give to the staff. And she just said like, hey, I didn't grow up with much and every kid deserves a great Christmas. So I'm going to make it happen. And she's a freaking champ. Um, her name is Renee Dixon. Well, Nissan heard a dealership heard meaning a Nissan dealership. I don't know <laughs> what is wrong with me. Woo. Um, heard that, you know, that Renee was doing this and they gave her a car. Oh, so for Christmas, so Renee got a brand new Nissan Armada. Love it. I just makes me happy. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. In case you're wondering what we ended up doing with the goodnight sign, or good night was two words and then one and all that, whatever. Uh, we made the executive decision to pack it up with our Christmas decorations. No, you made the executive decision. I wanted to get rid of it. The sign, it's just a really cool looking sign. So I just deferred decision making until Christmas 2021. Which is so off brand for you right now because you're the king of like, let's get rid of it. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. I'll talk about it again next November. We'll figure it out then. And that also gives me 11 months to find an equally cool sign that's grammatically correct. There you go. Or I could make one. I could find somebody on Etsy to make one. Just take a picture of it and say, make this sign. Grammatically correct. Yes. And one more thing on the good night topic. Think of it this way. You say good night, you say good morning. You don't put good morning as one word, do you? Do you say good morning and say that's one one word? No. You say good morning, two words, good night, two words, good day. Now, if you say good day and you're Australian, well, then that's another thing because that's good day. That's how they talk. <laughs> anyway, just had to throw that out there. Good night is no different than good morning and good day. So 
that is all. And to all, a good night. I love cereal. And I forgot how much I loved cereal because I haven't eaten in years because it has too much junk in it. Carbs, sugar, blah, 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 blah. So I cut out cereal years ago, probably in college, right? Then I see online that there's this company called Magic Spoon that claims they're making my childhood favorites, but without all the junk in them, right? Okay, so it says they have it has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in every serving. So I order it to do a little taste test myself to see if it's really living up to the hype. It is awesome. They have absolutely nailed it. They have cocoa, they have fruity, they have frosted, they have blueberry, and they have new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. And let me just tell you, it is so good. And I thought it wasn't possible, but it has turned me a non-believer into a believer. And I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on the show. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free, and delicious. Go to magicspoon.com upside to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code upside at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No no questions asked. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside for free shipping. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Tina from Decatur, Georgia. I am driving home from Alabama and literally spent 10 days at the beach not listening so that I could save you guys up for this drive through the gorgeous North Georgia mountains coming home from Alabama. Um, so much fun listening to show after show after show in a row, and y'all are keeping me company in my car. Thanks for all y'all are doing. Okay, bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, and I hope that Ellie is doing so well. Um, I was actually just reading, and I found something that I think the Upside community, some of us might like to hear. Um, I know that the Upside is completely... Um, a separate from religion, and you guys have never brought that in, and I think that's wonderful. Gratitude is for all people. Um, however, I was just reading the Bible, and I don't know if there are some Christians in the Upside community, but it actually mentions gratitude. In First uh, Thessalonians, it says that God's will is to give thanks in all circumstances. So I just didn't know if there was somebody who wanted to hear that. You guys don't want to include that. I completely understand, but I just thought it was very interesting. I love what you guys do. I love the show, and I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Bye. Tweet other people how you want to be tweeted. Don't be bossy, and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.